Maybe good, maybe bad episode of DWN Productions THC podcast, sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com, the boygob YouTube page. Now we're reversing the roles, I guess. So, Joe, you give the intro. I'm gonna sit here and sip tea like I'm Joe. Didn't you just do the intro? Because I really wasn't listening. You didn't say, mm. welcome everybody to the Terrible Horror Crap Podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirt on this, our last episode. Hey, what's this? Holy shit, I can see the uh, chat. When did this happen? I switched it over because you see, but well, you're not going live. Well, hey, everybody, welcome to this, the last episode. So Joe's been doing some bonus content. I dropped bonus content over on the YouTube page as well. So if you're only listening to this at boygob.com, head on over to the YouTube page for like uh, 35 minutes more. But uh, back to what Joe was asking, the program we use, there's a bar on the side with some options. And so I don't think you've ever looked at those before, Joe. Cash bar? No, it's uh, it says like brand and banners, and then there's a thing called comments. Since your overlay was switched over to your solo show, it was probably still on brand. All you would have to do is click on comments. However, you were just recording it and not going live, so you wouldn't have seen shit anyways. It's interesting. So, Joe, how about you intro this show since, you know... You're over there now. Didn't I just fucking give, that? give him a good intro, Joe? Hello, and welcome to the THC podcast. That's terrible horror crap podcast, sponsored 
by fast custom shirts not just any thc podcast but dwn's thc podcast tonight we'll be covering such uh well, i don't know tom's gonna talk about the evil dead franchise because i didn't rewatch a whole lot of it but uh but we'll get to that we'll get to that for those of you this is our first time uh uh listening we usually catch up on our weeks because tom and i don't talk during the week we i like i refuse to talk to him during the week you know he'll text me or whatever it's like oh fuck he'll call and it's like hey you know busy gotta go but uh so hey tom how was your week buddy uh it was all right i had to spend a couple more days on that sculpture and then mold it so i'm a little behind like my butt cheeks so uh i'm gonna start painting shit for a frightmare tomorrow and then I got a rush order that needs to go out by the last week of May. So that'll be fun. But uh, what else? Nothing much. Uh, shit, yeah, I don't know. I would say, uh, you know, you, you went back to your glory days, did something you haven't done in your fandom in a while. Like a good Star Wars fan, you stood outside a building waiting to buy stuff. I did. I did. Uh those of you that haven't checked it out, as Tom said, we did some uh, Boy Gob bonus content, and one of those was my adventures at Record Store Day, me standing in line like I used to do for concerts back when I was younger and wasn't frail and uh, could handle the elements in an all-night binge. 52 degrees out here. I need my gloves. I do. I luckily <laughs> had gloves in the truck, and yes, I use them, and yeah, that's fucking cold for me. You know, this is Texas and it's May, man. It's usually hot as fuck by now, but it's cold still. Today it got cold again, too. Not a fan, Tom. Not a fan. That's all right. It's still April, so. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Running. It's usually hot by now. Yeah, I'm usually <laughs> sweating away in the shop. But, uh, it's all right. Yeah, so I did that. I did the record story day thing. There's a video up right now. Uh, last I checked it, it had no views. But uh, maybe it could be the first. <laughs> no, I think there's 40-something. Oh, okay. Maybe my thing updates weird or something. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, it's just weird when you see stuff in the feed. Some of them will say uh, no views, and then you click on the actual channel, and it's just like, oh, there's eight views. It's like, oh, somebody does care. Probably <laughs> the same person at least five times. And uh, speaking of bonus uh, content, uh, Tom dropped a review for uh, 420, and he reviewed How High. So if you've not seen either of those, go back there and check them out so we can feel a little better about how we're spending our time. <laughs> it's a Jeffrey Jones classic, Joe. <laughs> you know what else is a Jeffrey Jones classic? Uh, Diddling Kids. Allegedly. No, Joe. I don't know. Is he dead? No, he's not. Uh, But I was going to say Howard the Duck. Have you ever seen Howard the Duck, Joe? I have, I have. And Tom, you broke some news. uh, I didn't break anything. To be in trouble, and you let the world know about it. (laughs) What? Huh? It was me spanking the countertop, you see. Oh, you know, there there was kind of being awesome. Some hand stuff, you know, you know, oral. I'm a, 
I mean, I'm not going to say it again, but um, let, me, let me just tell you, let, let me just tell you now. It was, <laughs> it, I, I, he was going to penetrate me. What? Yeah, his vagina doesn't work or something anymore or something. Oh, horrible, 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 horrible. Yeah, and I, I realized this that this guy is uh like disabled or whatever, and uh, also probably mentally disabled. But still, how can you not hit somebody that's saying shit like that? I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, been saying it for years. Two kinds of child's play fans, Joe. <laughs> yeah. That was fucked. Mm-hmm. That was... Uh, head on over to the Facebook page, I guess, and go through the feed if you want to see what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> can't say well, I guess you can say whatever the fuck because the videos are on YouTube but yeah we didn't post that stuff you know we you know I mean I know Tom has an inside track on that whole scene but <laughs> the culture as they call it <laughs> <laughs> gross <laughs> so Joe uh yeah I don't think I really did much this week besides uh I'm embarrassed of a horror icon. You know, I uh, I got a plot ready for my demise for the pumpkins because it's about time to try my hand at the pumpkins again. It is about so, that time. Planting season, the crop season. Cropping, as they call it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I tilled or cultivated the fucking plot, whatever. And then threw some weed killer down there to get rid of all the bullshit. Took the fucking weed whacker to the area to get rid of all that. And tomorrow I'll put up the nice small little picket fences. Throw some fresh soil down there and plant some pumpkin seeds. Saved one pumpkin from when uh, Steve and I shot that shit for Halloween. <laughs> Carved it yesterday. It wasn't rotten. But the inside was extremely dry and had maybe like a 10%, if that, of the pumpkin guts that you'd normally find in yeah. a fucking pumpkin. It was crazy as shit, but I got a whole cup of pumpkin seeds. So fucking call me Tommy Pumpkin Seed. I'm be throwing these in motherfuckers' eyes and shit. Well, uh, I guess it's good timing, too. I, I don't know about you guys, but we're expecting some rain the next few days. So good time to be cultivating so we can get that natural rainwater, Tom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like turned into a farming show. <laughs> hey, Joe. What the fuck they're doing. Speaking of farming, I just watched a movie called Slash. It's about farming. Have you seen it? Let me see that. You got too much glare going on there. Let me see. It's kind of a holographic, shiny cover. You know, I think I have that, and I've never watched it. Well, Joe. And like you, it looks like I bought it, too, from a <laughs> Hollywood video <laughs> way back and never watched it. <laughs> so you don't remember, but I bring this movie up from time to time. Like, oh, yeah, it's the only good Scarecrow movie out there. 
when we were doing top 10 lists, it mm-hmm. would make it from time to time. It's like, oh, yeah, man, I like Steve Rails back. He's good in it. Shit fucking sucks, Joe, and I'm a little <laughs> mo for liking this shit. <laughs> Into the box. Oh, yep. I will not be. This will mm, not good. Uh, so it's about a, a band. A band of people who look like they exclusively shop at Gadzooks. You remember Gadzooks, Joe? I do. That fucking awesome store in the mall. I don't. Didn't they sell earrings? Or I don't know. <laughs> I think that's Claire's. Okay, uh, yeah. One Gadzooks was like hot topic for the rave kids. I oh. guess that's probably the best way I could explain it, but. So their little queeb band that plays fucking music, I could only assume the Violent Femmes play. I just remember you bringing that name up. Never heard their music, but yeah, it sounds like it could be the name of this band. <laughs> so anyways, one of the, the lead singer for the Violent Femmes, his aunt died. And uh, this uh, bootleg Gary Busey son walks in all fucking hayseed. Like, he looks like what's his nuts. Oh, get to die. Get to die from fucking Chainsaw Remake. He looks like that motherfucker growing up. So he shows up and he's like, hey, your aunt died. Hey, your aunt died, buddy. Got to come back to the farm for the funeral. <laughs> So, I mean, he does. He's been estranged and shit for like 14 years. And the whole thing is, oh, man, I don't remember anything from my life on this farm 14 years ago. It's a real short amount of time to not remember fucking shit. Because you, were, this guy's supposed to be, I'm guessing, in his early to mid-20s. Probably in his late 30s, in all honesty. And uh, so they go back to the farm, and it turns out it's a blood farm, Joe. And they need to spray blood on the crops to make them grow. You don't see them, like, selling shit. Like, oh, the family fruit stand fucking depends on this blood farm or whatever. It sucks. The band sucks. All of them are fucking hateable. Like, all of them just fucking suck. Terrible awful fucking characters it's fucking dated as shit fucking steve rails back playing this little hayseed boy that grew up to be a little hayseed man fucking sucks the mask sucks the kill sucks i suck for fucking buying this and bringing it up all the time saying it's the best scarecrow fucking movie ever i'm a goddamn fucking idiot for that 100 percent, as the children say but, uh, yeah. Ah, shit, man. So I guess there are no good Scarecrow movies. Fuck. Would not recommend what I'm trying to tell you here, Joe. It's All a right. big fucking piece of shit, you see. Mm. Uh, I only watched one movie. I mean, that... Uh... I don't know, because I know you watch The Evil Dead, and if you want to go through all those, I mean, I watched the other two that are not the original franchise. But did you watch anything else aside from that shit before we start that? I did, Joe. Thanks to your wife, I was able to watch the new Broken Lizard movie, Quasi. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I saw... um, 
Like every time you turn on Hulu, it's up on top. They've got a whole banner for it, like every time. And yeah, I was curious because it's a broken <laughs> lizard. And I remember they made some funny stuff. Yeah, they did, Joe. They definitely made some funny stuff. But was it funny because we were younger then? Was it funny because it was actually, pardon me, actually funny? I don't know. But was Quasi funny? It's all right. A few light chuckles. I definitely did a few. <laughs> Maybe about three of those. That was about it. Maybe cracked a couple more smiles after that. But <laughs> that's definitely more than the a whole time sitting in the theater watching Super Troopers too. That one fucking sucked. Never but, uh, watched that one. Came out yeah. like, I don't know, 10, 12 years too late. Yeah, 100%. But uh, this one is about Quasimodo. So uh, he works in a torture chamber with his buddy, uh, the fat cop. <laughs> I forget their names. I think it's Kevin Hefferman, if I want to, you know, poke fun at the fat guy. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Quasi gets hired by uh, the king of France or the king of this colony whatever it's very small scale to uh kill the pope and the pope hires quasi to kill the king because i guess they used to be romantically entangled which you don't find out until the end spoiler alert <laughs> and then it's just a comedy of errors and shit by that and it's all right i really don't like medieval time shit as we talked about before but uh, I surprisingly didn't hate this, considering it was medieval and all that shit. But it's definitely worth a watch. I guess the big joke is the little guy in Broken Lizard, because he's playing Quasimodo. The whole time he has his face like this, and he's talking like this the whole time. But, I mean, little Nicky already did it, so sorry, dog. Maybe get some kind of cool sculpted makeup on there instead. That probably would have been a little better instead of just a guy doing his Adam Sandler. But, I mean, it was funny. If you're interested, give it a watch. It's definitely in the, in the middle of their filmography. So, you know, at least it's not at the bottom, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll pass. <laughs> Well, you do like Excalibur, Joe, so... I do, I do. You I might like this one. With the uh, sword and sorcery genre, but uh, yeah, this just doesn't... It seems like a comedy that's more geared towards modern... Whatever modern passes for comedy, and I haven't really liked a whole lot of that shit, so... You know, mm. they play it safe a whole lot. Does this movie play it safe? Ah... Uh... I mean, it's kind of their brand of comedy. Mm -hmm. Like after reading, I was going to say after reading that gentleman's book, but I don't read. After listening to that gentleman's audio book, what uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, uh, I mean, I came off liking him a little less because especially him just comes off as like a rich, entitled college kid and shit. Like his parents were doctors or some shit, so. 
-hmm. He just got lucky all around. Not saying he didn't work hard. He just didn't come off as, oh, yeah, this was the funny guy. I don't know, some kind of frat rich guy, so whatever. So I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, Tom. That's right. You didn't watch anything else, Joe. I did. I continued the adventures of Ilsa, kind of. So Ilsa, the Wicked Warden, Tom, was not supposed to be an Ilsa movie. This Jess Franco made a movie called Greta, the Mad Butcher. So what's this one actually called? In, uh, well, I guess the original name for it is Greta, the Mad Butcher. But here in the U.S., it was released as Ilsa, the Wicked Warden. Because they figure, well, Diane Thorne's in it. She's playing the same character as before, except she's got red hair here instead of blonde hair. Let's just call it Ilsa. But they don't call her Ilsa in the movie. They call her Greta. So, yeah, it's Greta. The wick or I I don't know. Okay, but the thing is here, uh, it's this uh there's this asylum, see, and this chick's breaking out of this asylum, and this asylum is for nymphomaniacs and prostitutes specifically. And uh they don't have a whole lot of clothes in this asylum, Tom. It's just like like they don't have that in the budget for them to be wearing bottoms. They'll wear like a like a a shirt, like a pajama shirt with just a few d- buttons, you know, it's all. Luckily, they, they all had fuzzy pussies, so you didn't have yeah. to worry about seeing yeah. shit. It was smuggling edge production. <laughs> you know, it's even like, holy shit, that's, that's really out there, you know, because, yeah, it does start with a shower scene and uh, two lecherous lesbo uh, <laughs> guards. Are I think that's a slur, Joe. All right, some bull dykes are looking up. <laughs> You know, very hungrily licking their lips and stuff. Uh, Let me stop you there, Joe. Anytime somebody describes something as hungrily, always laugh because it's always funny. <laughs> now go back to talking about that hungrily shit. So one chick escapes and uh, they capture her. They bring her back in and... Uh, then we cut to this other chick that's like, hey, sister was in there. Gotta find out what happened to my sister. So I'm gonna go undercover as a slut. <laughs> as a hungry little slut. <laughs> that way I can find out what happened to my sister. She gets there, you know, eventually it's revealed that uh, old Greta slash Ilsa is torturing the sluts. But this time <laughs> She's filming it, you know, like a little panel slides out of the wall and it films it on uh, eight millimeter. And they're selling these little reels to this other guy, you know, and making big bucks doing that. First of all, they're already torturing these chicks. What's it going to matter if they're, you know, they got to be secretive about filming it? I don't know. But she eventually finds her sister and her sister has been uh, tortured the hell out of, you know, she's all like bad makeup, disfigured. Um, yeah, it's, it's not as good as the other two Ilsa movies, uh, but it's got a lot more nudity. So if you're watching these movies primarily for nudity, this one, it's over the top with it. You know, it's just like even worse than the other two and the other two have a lot, but this was like, holy shit, this is nonstop to where it's just like, 
eh, it's just part of the scenery now. Uh, Jess Franco's lady, uh, Lena Romay, she's in it. She has a few lesbian scenes with uh, Diane Thorne. Diane Thorne had some uh, some plastic surgery done because she had a real rugged looking face in the first <laughs> movies. She's looking a little softer here, you know, like some of her lines are missing and, you know, her jaw is not as manly as it was anymore. So she's less butterface-ish here than she was in those other two Ilsas. Um, reading up on this, it seems Jess Franco, like, was filming another movie at the same time and using actors in this. So I don't know. It was another one of his women in prison movies. So it was one of these cases where... Some of the actors didn't know what what the fuck I'm in two movies, you know, didn't find out until it was released. And uh, that's the way the guy worked, man. He did like a shitload of movies, not, you know, but maybe a handful of them are good. <laughs> a handful. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say this is a good movie, but it's an experience and uh, it does have a twist at the end. Uh, which I'm spoiling the fuck out of that right now. If you haven't seen it, turn this off. Or don't, man. Just listen to the twist. Who cares? You know, oh, he spoiled Ilsa for me. Um, the guy that's buying all the all the movies from them, all the, like, snuff, torture shit, he says, yeah, we want an actual death now. You know, And the guy that's brokering the deal says, yeah, okay, we can do that. So in the last scene, they let in all the prisoners into Greta slash Ilsa, bedroom and they just start beating her up and eating her <laughs> so hungry and, and the, you know, a little window slides open the guy's there filming with his little smile on his face and then Jess Franco gets really artistic because it uh it uh cuts between the girls eating you know real fake flesh and stuff to uh, a lion eating some meat and stuff oh man just some artistry from Franco there yeah. Uh, you can skip this one. You know, you could skip all the Elsa movies. They're, you know, they're not all, they're not connected at all. Remember, she died in the very first one. So anything else from there doesn't make sense. But, uh, but the first two were, were goofy, goofy, uh, trashy fun. This one is just, uh, it's just more trashy than anything. It's not really, uh, like a fun Ilsa movie. A lot of people told me, hey, this is my favorite one. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, you're fucked in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're worse than I am. Uh, yeah. I, again, this was a bootleg that I had. I don't know that it's streaming anywhere or where you can get it, but uh, check your local bootleggers. Joseph. I watched Hell High. Have you heard of it? I've not heard or seen this one. So this is a movie about a little girl who grows up to be a teacher, a science teacher. But when she was a little girl, there was this fucking shack, this old dilapidated shack that probably many, many unspeakable things went down in. Well, you know, she's just over there playing in this fucking dirty seed-laden shack with her dolls and shit. And then a, a high school couple rolls up on a motorcycle because the guy wants to get his fuck on in there. But the girl does not. So uh, 
They don't. Uh, before they leave, though, the guy rips the head off of her doll. So uh, what does the little girl do? She fills a bucket full of mud. And as they're driving away on the motorcycle, she throws it in the fucking guy's face. They crash and get impaled on conveniently placed pieces of wood or shrubbery. That'll learn them. Yeah, fucking pricks. So we flashed 18 years later or whatever. She's a science teacher. The class jag off is acting like a fuck face. Oh, teacher, hey, you fucking bitch. You want me to file these fucking papers? Throws him in the fucking air. All right, they're filed. So she just slaps him in his cocksucker. And he's like, oh, it's not over by a long shot, baby. And he walks out of the fucking uh, class or whatever the fuck. So him and his goofy New York buddies show up to her house wearing fucking masks and causing mayhem. She has fucking flashbacks to when she killed these motherfuckers. So she just swan dives out the fucking window and kills herself because she doesn't know what the fuck's coming on. Well, she comes back from the dead for revenge. And that's pretty much the fucking movie. I don't know what was going on with making fucking like these fucking villain high school students, murderous rapists and shit. That seems like all these, was this an epidemic at the time? Like there was just, ah, all these seniors are going around murdering and raping everybody. What kind of masks were they wearing? Uh, just like it looked like off the shelf Halloween masks. I think there was a devil, some kind of zombie thing. I mean, they're whatever. I don't think they were made for the movie. But, I mean, there was some okay gore. Like, it's a very okay movie, worth a watch for sure. It wasn't a piece of shit. It wasn't fucking awesome. Definitely worth a watch. Uh, I would say if uh, I got drunk at Frightmare... I might stumble over to the arrow table and buy it for 20 bucks. But you know, it being in a convention center, I don't know how much drinking is going to happen. So along with myself, I don't know how many others are just going to drunkenly impulse buy stuff because they're drunk. So sorry, arrow, you might not be making that $20 off of me this year. Mm -hmm. More apologies, mate. I think that's how you fuckers talk over there, yeah? Ew, I'm with yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, hell high is all right. If you're fucking drunk at a convention where you can drink and they're there, fucking pick it up. 20 bucks. Unless they fucking, <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. It's 23.84 now with inflation, yeah? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. So, it was all right. It's worth a watch. <clears throat> and then, Joe. I watched two Wings Hauser movies, but not back to back. I Can't watched them. Too much, too much overload. <laughs> but they were one night after the other. So uh, the first one was Deadly Force. It's about uh, Wings Hauser getting kicked off the uh, LA police force because he plays by his own rules. It's a rebel. So, yeah, you fucking asshole. And now he moved to New York where he does like. Uh, uh, 
jobs they don't want the police for. And he just like a murk. I don't know. He <laughs> Some shady shit's going down, but they don't want to get the police involved. You call Wings Hauser. But then he gets a phone call from his buddy in L.A. that says, hey, my fucking granddaughter was killed by a serial killers. You need to come back. So, like, he's in New York for maybe five minutes, and then he's back to fucking L.A., and the rest <laughs> of the movie takes place in L.A. <laughs> and it's just him tracking down the serial killer. It's okay, Joe. It's not the best. It's not the worst. There's some good Wings Hauser stuff in it. I uh, think this is the one, if you're into watching Wings Hauser hump away butt naked in a hammock, this would be the movie for you to watch. I uh, went and ate a hot dog while that was going on, so I didn't need to see such things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was okay. Uh, nothing spectacular or anything. I think uh, there's like 85 car crashes where cars just flip into the air and then explode. So it's that kind of movie. But then I watched uh, Street Asylum. Is that what it's called? Or maybe Savage Asylum? Street Asylum, Joe. Mm -hmm. Have you seen this one? Not. I've heard of this one, though. I think you would fucking love it, Joe. It has one of your favorites, a guy on fire. And I think that happens twice. Yeah. So, uh... Wings Hauser gets shot by a perp, as they call him in the biz. So uh, he's like, oh, I want to get back at him, mate. Let me back. Let me get back on him. So hush up now. We got this special force called the squad. And it's just for cops who got shot. And uh, they're trying to get their revengeance. And we fuck everybody up with extreme prejudice. And it turns out they're putting, like, fucking mind control chips in all these motherfuckers to, like, make them, like, super soldier cop guys to just go out and fuck shit up. It's crazy. There's this fucking black dude who's a raging homosexual, and he just tries to rape everybody into giving them the answers. And when I say everybody, I don't mean the women. So... It's fucking crazy shit, Joe. You'll love this movie. They say a lot of words that are not socially acceptable to say in this day and age. You'll you'll fucking laugh. (laughs) You'll cry. You'll fucking... This was definitely more entertaining than uh, Deadly Force, but more so for the so bad that it's good or so bad that it's entertaining, whatever, because this one is just ridiculous as fuck from front to back it's kind of hard to follow the story because it's not well made (laughs) but uh it's good shit it's on youtube if you want to see the crispest vhs rip you've ever seen in your life (laughs) just search fucking uh whatever the fuck it's called street asylum movie full movie or whatever the fuck it'll pop right the fuck up yeah so, yeah, I'd recommend watching that, but get some fucking beers in you if you're of legal age. And if you're not, you shouldn't even be watching this video. Mm-mm, not for you. I specifically mark not for kids. Fucking pricks. Joe, do I have anything else on here, do you think? Uh, no. no. Joe, I don't. Thick fucks. I definitely didn't want to talk about Slash again. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, so Tom like gets in touch with me Friday night and says, "Hey, you should watch the OG Evil Dead trilogy." Friday night. Not what I said at all. Not what I said at all. I just said, "Hey, you should watch the original Evil Dead." That was it. Just the first movie. But uh, no, Joe. Yeah, I don't have that on a shelf. You know, within easy reach. I'm not like a mega fan of the Evil Dead movie. That's on a shelf at the shop somewhere. You know, not not in order anywhere that I could easily find it. Check to see if it was streaming. Check to see if the other ones were streaming. They're not. And I'm not going to pay for something I own somewhere. But, uh, but Tom, you watched it. Fuck no, dude. I think the original Evil Dead is pretty fucking unwatchable. Maybe a slight step above fucking garbage like Boarding House or Sledgehammer. I uh, watched that shit. Uh, a few years ago, if you want to go through the archives at boygob.com, you can listen to the first time. I think it was the first time I watched a movie. Thought I'd seen it before. Obviously, I I never fucking did. And uh, it was pretty fucking bad. Uh, didn't care for anything about the fucking thing. And I immediately took that Book of the Dead fucking Necronomicon DVD Threw a little latex on there, patched it up, little paint, put that fucker on eBay and sold it. So I would never get the urge to watch that motherfucker again. So that's why I was saying, hey, Joe, you should watch the original one because you said you like that awful garbage. And I never want to watch that fucking movie ever again. I haven't so, in a long time. So, yeah, I do need to go rewatch and see if I if I would have been the perfect time. If it you do it been. for next week, who gives a fuck? But uh, I'll do it whenever I find the DVD, but I'm not going to hunt for it. I don't care enough about that, you know. And by then, the Evil Dead heat will have already died and nobody gives a shit. I don't think anybody gives a shit now. The weekend's over, you know, everybody. Dude, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. We're getting so many more (laughs) Evil Dead movies. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I do remember, but I was young, you know, watching the first one and thinking, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's kind of scary. Oh, that looks cool. But I may not think that now. I more than likely wouldn't. Um, but then you went straight from that one to the second one, right? I didn't fucking watch that one, motherfucker. So watch the back to back. The second one is a remake with comedy. Yes. And that was probably why I never bothered to watch the first one. Because... Why would I watch the first one if they just made the second one the same movie but better? And it pretty much is. Uh, I used to like this movie a lot as a teenager. And uh, I'll say there's some, the monster shit, the creature shit in it, even the fucking goofy looking stop motion shit is all fucking great. When those Mortal Kombat trees come to life and start beating the fuck out of that cabin, Mm, good shit uh all of that stuff is fucking awesome the story is what it is it's fine it doesn't have to be fucking but uh man besides the lighting i really don't care for sam raimi's style at all like i didn't realize how much they use that fucking deadite vision or whatever the fuck it's called by the seventh time you're just like all right dog we saw it relax we get it 
you do it fucking once or it has the fucking impact and shit. That's all you need. Oh man, you remember that one scene? Oh, and then it happened then and then it happened then and happened a few more times after that. And then it happened again. And the goofy humor, the vaudevillian humor, if that's what you'd call it, I know that's the goofy shit that he grew up on and thought was funny. So it's just kind of hard for me, at least, for somebody who didn't fucking grow up laughing at that cat skills black and white bullshit to be like, oh, yes. <laughs> so none of the humor really works for me. Uh, Bruce Campbell wasn't as Bruce Campbelly in this one as I remembered. So that was good. But we'll get to that. But again, I don't care for the fucking goofy cornball, this shit fucking winking at the camera slapstick comedy. All the monster shit and the creature shit is fucking awesome. That's like some of the coolest looking shit fucking in a movie for sure. It's like that fucking blonde haired guy where he gets the big mouth and the big eyes. That looks fucking awesome. Henrietta the head after it has the fucking snake neck or whatever. That's fucking cool. Those Mortal Kombat trees. I know Mortal Kombat got it from the fucking movie, but I like Mortal Kombat, so I'm going to call them the goddamn Mortal Kombat trees. Those are fucking awesome. The fucking, the lady who gets her head come cut off and then comes back as a fucking claymated puppet and shit, and then she comes back with a Muppet with a chainsaw and shit. That's fucking awesome. Like, all the effects and all that, some of them look kind of cheesy, but that's fine. At least they're not fucking corny. Is it but, this uh, first one where the where the fucking uh, corpse starts dancing or shit out in front of the... That's this one. Yeah. I always thought that looked like shit. Even I mean, it doesn't one. look great, but I appreciate it because I don't. it's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I think that looks like shit. I um, mean, yeah, it doesn't look great, but... I still like it because it's fucking cool. And, you know, my complaint on this is that it starts out as a straight-up horror movie, and then it shifts gears into, like you said, that fucking Three Stooges type, you know, bullshit that uh, that tone change just didn't work for me. But uh, but Raimi seemed to have loved it, and Bruce Campbell seemed to have loved it. And everybody in Michigan seems to love it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that deer head's fucking awesome too. Like that's probably one of the coolest fucking things in the movie where that deer head gets possessed mm -hmm. and fucking looks all wild. That shit fucking looks awesome. Maybe. They probably have one of those made already. I'm not going to waste my fucking time. But yeah, that shit's fucking cool. Uh, it's whatever. Probably not going to watch it for again for a very long time. Unfortunately so, for me, I which uh, did this have. Excuse me. Which ending did this have? Because there's a few different endings, right? No, that's the next one. Oh, okay. This is the one where he gets uh, sucked through the portal, and then he wakes up in medieval times. Yeah. And he uh, shoots a deadeye or something with his shotgun, and then he's praised as the savior. The end. Yeah. But, uh, damn, I was going to say, oh, yeah, I have the, uh, or I thought I had, I know I bought it and have it somewhere, 
the uh, Anchor Bay DVD of this, but I couldn't find the motherfucker, and I wanted to rewatch it. Luckily, the Blu-ray was, uh, I think, eleven bucks, eleven something on uh, Amazon, so I got that, and uh, it looked nice. It looked nice, except when it didn't, when everything in the house was coming alive and it had more strings than a fucking orchestra. That's okay. Everything doesn't need to be cleaned up that well. If you're going to take the time to clean it up, just go back and Spielberg that shit and just go over the strings. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. But uh, came with a digital code. If you want it, there it is. Can you make that out, Joe? Let me see. Hopefully. There's all the information. Maybe get a little closer. So there you if go. You want it? That's it. It's getting thrown the fuck away now. Three easy so, steps. Hopefully yeah. you press pause there, get it, and uh, whatever. There you go. But yeah, uh, it's okay. It's just the tone and his style. I really, now the tone's okay. It's just his fucking style. I don't care for the Spider-Man movies can go suck a dick. But uh yeah, I I fucking the uh the monsters and shit, they're so fucking cool that I can't say ah, fuck this movie in the asshole cuz those fucking the monsters and shit are fucking awesome. But I can understand why you'd like this movie. You're a piece of shit, but that's okay, Joe. <laughs> now, let's talk about Army of Darkness, which should have been called the Medieval Dead. And I guess it was supposed to, but the people at the studio were like, ah, no, we don't Ooh, We don't think those movies are good. But So we'll let you make them, but we're not putting that shit in the title. Saying, <laughs> okay, as long as I can still make the movie. <laughs> and then he went, Slapping the table, demonstrating his spanking, you see. <laughs> it was going to turn red. So, Joe, anyways, Army of Darkness. Have you seen this one? I saw this one in the theater mm. when this first came out. And uh, I guess I should have known from the poster that it was going to be comedy through and through. But I wasn't expecting it. But it starts out comedic, so I'm okay. You know, okay, this is just going to be silly shit. Uh, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it because they're not doing the whole switcheroo on me, Tom. They're not fucking me like that. Mm, but they did, Joe, right out of the start. Because if you remember in the last one, Ash traveled to medieval, Ash traveled to medieval times, dinner and tournament where he was praised as the new savior who came to save them all because that's what saviors do. It's in the job description and the name, Joe. But uh, in this one, he's a prisoner. So they just said, nah, forget what happened in the last movie. Yeah, Suck a dick, even though like this one old, takes place right after. Where they show the hero going off the cliff in the car, and then when they show the next episode... The hero's like holding on to a branch on the ledge or something. No, this was a little, little <laughs> more fucked than that. So, uh, fuck the last movie. He's a prisoner now. And uh, since he has a gun and nobody else does, he rules shit. And uh, 
He has to get the Necronomicon to get back to his time, but he's a bumbling dickhead and raises an army of skeletons and guys in skull masks wearing black sweatsuits and some, you know, latex pieces probably glued on the sweatsuits to make them look like skeletons and Ah, this one fucking sucks, Joe. They really ramped up the Three Stooges bullshit a lot more here. And Ash is, or Bruce Campbell's acting more Bruce Campbell. Sam Raimi's fucking vaudevillian Three Stooges bullshit is ramped up a lot more. The pit bitch is cool. The hairy house and skeletons are cool. Like the actual skeletons that were made were cool. The Flying Deadites, cool. Everything else can suck a dick. We just talked about Quasi and how I was surprised. I liked that one as much as I did, even though it wasn't great. But uh, this one's medieval time shit. I fucking hate that shit, and I fucking do not like this one at all. Hmm. Uh, fuck. I, I think it goes a little too long. I think there's some shit uh, in it that I don't like, like the... The mini ashes. That you know? sucks, and it looks like, like shit big time. I don't like that at all. I think they could have gone away with that whole scene. Uh, it's just filler. You know, it's like that could have been a short film or something. And, yeah, it just interrupts the story, I think. And But, yeah, but, you know, I dig it. I had fun watching it in the theater. When I rewatched it, it's a good time. Um yeah, he becomes more, like you said, Ash, more Ash. And the thing I don't like about the uh, franchise, like a lot of franchises, I don't like the fandom. I don't like Ash worship, so to say. You know, they... they Ash worship's all right, but Ash worship? Right. You know, they hang on this dude like he's God, and he has come to believe it, you know, Um he just seems to be more of a prick playing the same character over and over and over. Uh, Bubba Hotep's great, you know, and he did a good job in that. But, uh, but he's the reason that there's not a sequel. Go yeah. check out the Don right. Cascarelli book if you want to get into that shit. Yeah, because he's a dick. You know, he's, uh, you know, his personality. Um, but, yeah, I, I dig this movie, you know, and... Uh, you yeah. might. You haven't watched it in a long time, so maybe. Uh, but I was watching the series. I think I watched the first season, and that was fun. You know, it's not just him carrying it. He's got two other characters in it. And uh, they let the special effects team go kind of crazy and do all kinds of shit. Lucy Lawless is in that, too. So it's just not him doing, like, the antics. You know, like, boop, boop, boop. you know the Three Stooges shit. You know, which I like the Three Stooges, but I like them being the Three Stooges. You know, I don't like Sam Raimi doing the Three Stooges or Michael Ch. I haven't seen that movie, but who knows? Uh, this Army of Darkness bullshit, dude. They actually do fucking right. that bullshit, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck out of here! I'm surprised he didn't start spinning around like a fucking <laughs> dickhead on his side. Yeah. yeah. Fuck out of here. Would not recommend. Yeah. Fuck I, you if you like. <laughs> I, in a while, but I I enjoy it, and I enjoyed what I saw of the series. I'll have to go back and and watch that again, um, and see. Yeah, 
So, Joe, you watched the Evil Dead remake, which uh, I watched once, and I'll let you ramble through this one, and I'm sure you already know what I think of it, so. Yeah, I mean, as I found out, like, hey, you know, I got these passes to go see Evil Dead Rise, it occurred to me, hey, I don't think I've ever saw the, the remake. And first of all, I thought that was just a few years back that they did a remake, and holy shit, this was 2013. This was 10 years back that they did this. So put it on and uh, I thought it was okay, man. I thought, you know, the acting sucked, but, but it was good. It was, you know, none of the fucking comedy, none of the, you know, trying to be goofball or whatever. And it was violent, you know, not just bloody, which is my complaint with the, Evil Dead Rise, it, you know, Evil Dead Rise, there's a lot of blood, but it's not a violent movie. This one is. This one is, uh, it's a remake, you know, it's the same thing. They go to a cabin, this time they're trying to to help out a friend, Tom. A friend that has a, a monkey on her back. She's an addict. She's an addict, Tom, and this is her their intervention with her. Let's go to the cabin, let her dry out. And then start anew. Like she's never going to go back into the real world where, where the drugs are or anything. But anyway, you know, same thing. They find a, they find a tome. That's an old book, you see, in a fancy words. They find the Necronomicon. Tom. Somebody cuts themselves and there's blood on it. Some guy starts reading it. And not just reading it. Out loud. Because he's sounding out whatever the incantations are. And then, yeah, they got the old, you know, the the Sam Raimi Deadite cam or whatever you want to call it. But I don't think they actually used boards and a camera stuck to it this time. But, uh, and that drugged out girl, she gets possessed. So same thing as the other ones, you know, they try to fight the possessed person. This person gets possessed. This person gets possessed. There's one person left at the end. And, uh. And I dug it, aside from the, the characters. The characters are just all shitty and you don't give a fuck, but but they're in a horror movie. And you usually don't give a fuck about characters in a horror movie. You know, like all those slasher movies that everybody loves, you don't like any of those people. You know? I mean, and, you're supposed to like at least one or a couple. Like, that's and, why you're just like, oh, I don't want them to die. That's sad. No, no it's I, not I, their fault if they suck at actors and were written fucking terribly, but... You're supposed to care to for some of them. Even when I watch the news, I want them all to <clears> the <throat> studio. You know, it's, that's what I came here for. I, I want to, not just to die, but to die horrifically. <laughs> and I want it to look violent. I don't just want, you know, blood spraying everywhere. I want, holy shit, that's the way to die. You know, not me, but you. <laughs> all our listeners, you know. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I know you don't. Yeah, it's a little too mean-spirited for me. And, like, Evil... I know the first one wasn't, but uh, Evil Dead's kind of known for being this goofy, kind of goofy horror series. And then this is, like, a 180, so I don't understand the people who, like, like the original ones and then say, oh, yeah, these are fucking awesome, too. Like, wouldn't that be the exact opposite? Of what you like, so I'm just thinking it's just oh, I like the Evil Dead name, and I'll gobble up anything that's horror. 
to me, it just comes off more of that instead of actually being a fan of those original movies. So I don't know. It is what it is. This was just a little too fucking mean spirited for me. And I didn't see it till it came out on home video because I didn't give a fuck about going to the theaters. It's just all I heard. Oh, man. Bloodiest movie ever, man. This movie's so fucking bloody. Oh, my fuck. It doesn't really count if it's raining blood. That's a cop out. Like, I mean, oh, man, this movie has the most water in it ever because it was shot in the ocean. Shut the fuck up. So, I mean, that was having that fucking hyped up and then it just being bloody because it rained blood. Shut the fuck up. Well, what I thought was bullshit was that, like, at you know, they, they're distancing themselves from the original movies. You know, they're going straightforward horror. And then in a post credit scene, they have that prick Ash come out, you know, just him standing there. And he says, groovy. And like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. What's you know? There's a bunch of that in the fucking theaters. I want, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see this one in the theaters. Like I said, I just saw this for the first time uh, earlier in the week, and uh, yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> Way to fuck up what you're trying to do. But they didn't follow up on it anyway, so it doesn't doesn't matter. So we're not really gonna get into uh, Evil Dead Rise, right? But uh, I did see something on the internet fucking this fucking this guy he was oh man evil dead fucking rise is so brutal man it doesn't give a fuck about your feelings is that guy some kind of asshole joe yeah definitely okay so i saw this other guy that said i screamed from beginning to end so what what is only because I was getting cold. fucked in my ass. <laughs> the whole movie? Taking uh, ten- I gotta breathe now and then right back to it. Another thing that I saw one guy and he was giving it praise by saying this, but I took it a whole different way. He says this is the equivalent of an MCU movie. Yep. You're sure fucking right, buddy. It is. It's just a whole lot of CGI and doesn't look good. And who gives a fuck? At the how did that? Uh, I shouldn't. I guess did this. How did it tie into the last one? Is it a sequel to the remake? No, nope, they rebooted no. it. And and is the it? way this goes too. Uh. If they're going to do more, they'd have to reboot it again, you know, or just continue like, hey, this shit's all fucked up in the world. You know, the world's like all full of deadites, you know, because I I just see them continuously remaking this and continuously getting people to go watch. And I'll go if it's free, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's the only reason I went to go see this because it was free. Yeah, Tyler, thank you. I appreciate you offering me a ticket, but I just wasn't interested. I hope you were able to find somebody to go who actually wanted to see it. Yeah, but we did have a spoiler-heavy uh, review up, so you can go on the Boy God page. I wouldn't here. call it spoiler-heavy at all. No, I wasn't. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's, if you've seen the original 
that's what this is. So how can you really spoil that? You know what's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer. Uh, I forgot what the fuck I watched. But uh, it was weird. It came off really weird and not the tone I was expecting for a fucking Evil Dead movie. So, yeah, again, I just... Unless you just gobble everything horror up, Mm -hmm. I just can't understand liking this movie and the original ones because they're just totally totally different tones yeah well so like, i understand uh, liking different things and all that but i that, don't know but the guy said it's the equivalent of an mcu movie and there are people that they're gonna like it no matter what if it's evil dead you know yeah just for the name yeah, yeah. so hey if that's your thing that's your thing you like what you like but that you know nobody said you were smart or had good taste <laughs> or even a person <laughs> But that's all right, you subhuman piece of shit. <laughs> We're not trying to win over any fans here. Yet. <laughs> oh, Joe, you like uh, haunted house movies? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do, Tom. I really, really do. I you wish like I this one every once in a while, but it's been a while since I've seen a good one. 13 Ghosts was pretty good with that lion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty good. So this is what? House 3? The horror show. Horror show. Uh, no connection to House 1 or House 2, aside from uh, Sean Cunningham being in the producer chair and uh, Manfredini again turning in a lackluster score. But uh, I guess he's good buds with Sean Cunningham because Sean Cunningham always uses the guy. This, the guy, man, I, I like him less and less for the <laughs> movie. But, uh, yeah, this movie's about old Lance Henriksen, old fucking Rand McNally face himself. And uh, he's a cop, you see, Tom. And there's a serial killers that's been around a while. And this guy's killed so many people with a cleaver. That's his M.O. He uses a cleaver. That's his mo. Yeah. And uh, he killed some cops, too, Tom. But they got him cornered now. They got him cornered. Some kind oh. of fast food restaurant factory or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's a place where they make the McDonald's buildings. Yeah. They, they got industrial equipment and fryolate. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so he's got the guy cornered. The guy's, you know, Lance's partner's already been killed here. Um, After saying, I'm so scared. Yeah, he's, I don't want to go in there because he killed all the other guys. I need yeah, to see him coming, man. I'm so scared. Don't make me go. Yeah, this guy could have been like one of the cops in Uvalde, you know. That, uh, but uh, yeah, so Lance. You know, is there, and this guy's got a, a little girl hostage, and he's holding the cleaver to her. It's like, put that gun down, Lance Hendrickson, Rand McNally face. All right. Played by old Brian James, star of uh, Nightmare at Noon, who I couldn't remember his name a couple weeks ago. Brian James, B-R-I-O-N. You know, he spells it special so he can stand up from the crowd. And this guy's in a lot of stuff. He's in Like Street Asylum. Is he? Yeah, he's in a lot of Walter Hill flicks. You know, I think he's in Extreme Prejudice. Uh, 
like Red Heat, a uh, bunch of good shit. He's in a bunch of good shit. He's in a bunch of bad shit too, but he worked <laughs> a lot. You know, he played mostly like due to his fucking face, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. That rat faced fuck. <laughs> so this is the biggest role he's ever had, I think. Because you know, usually he's just in a scene. I in think a- he was in like Die Hard or one of those fucking 80s big action movies. Yeah, but he wouldn't have been in the whole movie. In this, he's in the whole damn movie. Yeah, I know? think he's like the bad guy. Mm. And one of them, I'd have maybe the buddy cop one with Danny Glover. I'm pretty sure he was in one of those fucking things where he was the main bad guy. Maybe you're wrong. But uh, <laughs> anyway, just put your gun down, Lance Hendrickson. And Lance Hendrickson does because he doesn't want that girl to die. He put the gun down, and old fucking Byron James, what's his character is called max max the cleaver janky <laughs> janky some shit he cuts her head off anyway and throws it in lance hendrickson's face here you fuck ah shit but then they caught him you know? lance hendrickson he's not having a good time tom he's having nightmares he's choking his wife you know not in a non-sexual way he's choking his wife <laughs> you see thinking oh it's all Max Cleaver Jinky. Uh, but he's a family man, Tom. He's got a nice house. Uh, but he's been like put on a desk too because ever since this. Let me got- ask you something quick before I forget, Joe. Hmm? You think they like being choked because it squeezes more of their cum onto your cock? Maybe. I don't ask. They can't say anything anyways. Right. You got their fucking... <laughs> um, nah, that was it. So, he's thinking, this will be better once they execute this guy. You know, I'll be able to, you know, have peace in my soul. Peace in the valley. And uh, get back to work, you know, being a, uh, a tough rebel cop. But that execution, man, that didn't go well. Like they weren't. It doing just gave me a hard on. Ah! I'd admit to laughing at that, and uh, but finally it does. It finally kills him after he stands up and oh, I'm gonna get you. Fucking Glad- face gets all bladder makeup up. Yeah. and he looks like the fat guy from Thinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he falls out, and then we see his spirit swirl out. <laughs> Which I wasn't expecting in this movie to see an actual ghost, like a stereotypical ghost. So now, one of those two. Now he's haunting the house, but not just the house, because he can go wherever the fuck he wants. This ghost can do anything. He can fuck with Lance Hendrickson left and right. Uh, Unfortunately, it's boring as shit. You know, this could have been a badass movie but it just it slows down and it gets just fucking like <laughs> turns into a like a haunted cop drama yeah and i'm just <laughs> i'm looking around like, yeah what's going on oh where's this catalog let me flip through here and look up every once in a while it's it man it just didn't hold my attention and uh byron james he or yeah he's <laughs> brian brian oh <laughs> Don't spell your fucking name like that if you want people to pronounce it correctly. And uh, and 
old Hendrickson, he's doing what he can too, but it just, the movie doesn't, you know, you, you don't feel that he poses a threat. And a lot of it is because, okay, you know, well, did this happen or did it not happen? Is he fucking with him mentally or not? You know, it's like there's a scene where he's got uh, Hendrickson's daughter cornered. And then they just cut away from that scene. The next time we see her, like she's lying on the bed and she's pregnant. You know, she's pregnant with the uh, old Max. This wasn't directed by Danny Steinman, you see, so they weren't going to show anything actually going in. Yeah, but they didn't show anything because it turns out that that was all bullshit anyway. And like the next time you see her, she's fine. You know, so... next time you see them all, they're fine. After they bring old fucking Brian back into the real world, like a Freddy Krueger, hmm? and they kill him. No, they're all back from the dead and yeah. moving out of that house. They had to shock him again to kill him. That's that's the no to bring him back into the real world. They oh, had to stick a battery in his penis hole, that and way, then they just shot the fuck out of him when he got shoot him with his nineteen round gun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was all right. Uh, I wouldn't recommend anybody watch it unless no. you're watching all the house movies, yeah. but uh. I thought it was going to be real bad, but it was okay. It it had potential. This could have been a very, very good movie, but it's not. Uh, the writing credit goes to Alan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> They've written so many things. Uh, Alan Smithy, for those that don't know, is a name that people in the movie use when they don't want their name to be associated with a project for one reason or another. Yeah. Mostly due to embarrassment. Right. <laughs> Most of them, oh, fuck this. <laughs> Something went sideways somewhere and they said, fuck you, take my name off it. And they said, will do, Mr. Smythe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend this. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend the first two, to be honest. So. <laughs> They're three for three in the shitter. Yeah, so we got one more. We'll see how the fourth floor is. Yeah, I've never seen that one either, so it's the first time watch for me. I have. I remember it being pretty lame, but it goes back to uh, back to basics. What do they call it? Back to form. They had this little let's try something new with a darker, more horror movie. That it's like, oh, that didn't work. Let's go back to the comedy bullshit again. Uh, and that's what we do. So, all right. <laughs> I picked we'll it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of what to do for the next one. It was going to be Tremors, but it's not streaming anywhere. So, try and find something that's streaming somewhere. Something. Fuck. Sorry, Mr. Gummer. Maybe if you were streaming somewhere, you fucking prick. <laughs> At least you don't have to watch any Jamie Kennedy bullshit, though. So, I mean, there's a win right there. Hey, Joe. X-Ray Punch, does he? Do you think he really doesn't remember he was in House 3 or he's just so embarrassed by it? I don't know. I don't, he's an I'm old sure he remembers. He's an old, nice man. Yeah. He's held doors open for me on two occasions. So he sat God down beers with us uh, at Frightmare the day before the show. So yeah, he's mm -hmm. always been cool with everybody. 
Rest in empowerment. Joe, you ready to swing into another amazing issue of Spider-Man? Man, this issue. God damn, this sucks. You know who's back? Uh, Mirage? Ross Andrew. Ross Andrew. Yeah, so the art sucks too, not just... <laughs> Yeah, so Spider-Man's swinging around. He's tired, you know, from last issue's escapades. And uh, he's got a wedding to go to. Because remember Ned Leeds and, and Betty Branch are getting married. Well, yeah. And I guess he's Peter Parker's best friend all the fucking sudden. Because yeah. he wants Peter Parker to be his best man. Not to be his best man, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so he's got to learn to tie a bow tie again. You know, he's always had trouble with that. You know, and that that's why people love Spider-Man because he's an everyman, Tom. And it's little scenes like this that, that, oh, yeah, I like him because he has trouble paying bills and he doesn't know how to tie a bow tie. I like him because he's a mental deficient. Yeah. And he uh, wears fucking bow ties. But mm. we got another shot of this hobo in the street, you know, Running from something. We still don't know. It's another teaser for something coming up. We don't Well, if he's him. a hobo on the streets, Joe, he's probably running from his problems or <laughs> running to a bottle. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what this episode is. Their issue. Issue. They're uh, prepping for the wedding. The wedding goes on, and then, boom, this guy in an ugly yellow striped costume shows up, and he's robbing all the weddings in this one uh, convention center, we'll call it, you know, going room to room, robbing the weddings, but God damn it. He robbed one where Spider-Man's was the best man. So, Oh shit. How am I going to change? Good thing. I wore my Spider-Man's costume under this tuxedo and, uh, Oh, there's a light switch. I'll turn off the lights real quick and change costumes, then turn them back on. And he fights this Mirage guy who, as his name implies, can make mirages of himself, Tom. Turns into a palm tree, a yeah. body of water. So <laughs> that's an oasis, I think. Right, yeah, that is Fuck. So how Spider-Man's defeats <laughs> guy is he cuts down a, ch a chandelier and it falls on the mirage and on the real guy. The end. The end. Or is it? No, it's not, Tom. Because as Aunt May is going home, goes up to her apartment, there's somebody in that apartment. Looks like an old fucking homeless guy. The same one from before? From the two, or yeah, from earlier and from last issue. And who is it but Otto Octavius? Dr. Pussinoct? Yeah, remember he's dead. He died, but holy shit, he's back from the grave. What's going on here? We'll find out next week. So will you. If you bother listening to this segment, if you fast forward through it, I know the stories have been shitty, but uh, they'll get good eventually, I think. I uh, tried putting up uh, one of these Spider-Man reviews as a solo video just to see how it would do. Never put up another one. No views. <laughs> Hey, Joe, mm -hmm. you like lists? Yeah, I've been known to like a list or two, Tom. I started feeling a little fucked making this one. 
It's just I don't want to tell ladies they're horrible and shit. Like, you know, most guys can take it. But I wanted to think I was raised a little better, Joe. I got no problem with it, Tom. <laughs> well, you hate women, you see, I, being a very openly gay man. I don't think uh, all but maybe one of the women on my list listen to this show. So <laughs> we're fine. Uh, nobody's feelings are going to be hurt. Uh, I'll let you decide which one of these I think listens to the show. Uh, but fuck it. This is our list of who we feel are the worst actresses. And at number five, I've got Jamie Lee Curtis, or as we call her, Jamie Lee Jerklin. Jamie uh, Lee. I don't think she's much of an actress at all. I know she's beloved, beloved in the horror community because uh, she was in Halloween. But uh, really, what's she done, man? I mean, what's she even doing that? You know? Well, she won an Oscar for everything, everywhere, all at once, Joe. Yeah, and I don't think she really did shit in that movie. She played a ham. Yeah. That's the ass of a pig, you see. But she is on my list, number five worst actress. Joe, she was on my list of nominations. Didn't make it, but uh, last few years, I'm getting real tired of her. Don't want anything bad to happen. Or don't take it like, oh, I'm getting real sick of that guy. Yes, yeah, I'm a, I'm good. I'm I'm good on him. Not not for me. And the more I think of the Halloween movies, the more I think that those are girl movies, anyways. So <laughs> take that for what it is. But Joe, my number five is Rebecca Pearl specifically from Savage Streets. I was going to take a clip of it and fucking play it here, but, you know, I'd have to be so quick on that pause because right after it, you see a bunch of fucking ass and tits in a shower scene, and uh, she's not good in that movie at all, but there's, like, one scene where uh, her and Linda Blair's getting in it in the shower, And she just fucking has such a delayed reaction and makes a weird face. And then like two seconds later makes a screaming noise. It's just so fucking disjointed and awkward. Maybe it's because I just recently watched this movie. But uh, that was some terrible acting. Terrible, terrible acting. So sorry, lady. I don't know you. Uh, Hopefully you're still around. but. I'm sure you didn't fucking care for that after you saw it either. (laughs) Joe, number four. At number four, I have Clea Duvall. Uh, We most recently saw her when we did the uh, Creature Features, and she was in How to Make a Monster, if you remember that. She's the new kid that comes in on the scene. The Julie Strain one? Yes. Um, Yeah, she's not good. Uh, Thankfully, people aren't hiring her anymore, so you don't see her a whole lot. But during that time period, she was getting a lot of work. And undeservedly so, I would say. 
Joe, my number four is someone I think I've only seen in one movie. And that was uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. But I don't know. I just never fucking cared for. I don't know what it is. It was just a thing. You know, you see her. Fuck this bitch. And that Sarah Michelle Geller. As soon as I fucking uh, started writing names down for some reason, that was the first one that popped into my head. Never watched Buffy. Never seen anything else she's done. I don't know. I don't like her. <laughs> yeah, I've never really watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Not my thing. Um, yeah, I can't think of much of anything I've seen her. I know I've seen those, what'd you say, Urban Legend? I know what you did last summer. Yeah, I know I've seen those, but they're not memorable. You know, so I don't know that she's, I'll take your word for it that she's all fucked. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I fucking maybe she's the nicest lady ever, but uh-huh. she just has that real cunt face. At number three, Tom, I have Anna Nicole Smith, but nobody's hiring her for her acting chops, you know, and she's awful, but that's part of what makes the two movies, Skyscraper and To the Limit, so great. Uh, but yeah, she can't act, and if she ever thought she could, then you're sadly mistaken, sister. Rest in Texas gal, you know. And watch out for old Miss Hogan's documentary coming to Netflix next month. <laughs> yep. Can't wait for Joe to review that one. <laughs> Joe, unfortunately, my number three is your number one favorite actresses of all time however joe i know betty rubble and sir she is no betty rubble and that is mr rosie o'donnell (laughs) oh so for some reason i was thinking paula poundstone (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) but yeah that worked Exit to Eden, exit to fuck you. I remember my parents renting that when I was a kid and thinking it was the weirdest shit ever, which I probably shouldn't have been watching. Probably way too young to even know what was going on, but it's fucking Rosie O'Donnell and Dan Aykroyd and some fucking BDSM comedy. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is going on here and why am I watching this shit? (laughs) Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell's not funny at all. However... Riding on the bus with my sister is a classic. That is great. That is great. Uh, Unintentionally. Mm. Unintentionally funny. Fucking bitch. At number two, Tom. Uh, I only know this because we, you know, ventured into Robert Rodriguez territory recently. And remembered, oh yeah, I don't like that chick. She sucks. And that's Michelle Rodriguez. Lousy, lousy actress. Terrible. Sucks. <laughs> no bueno. Tacos Cafe, tacos. Remember that part? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. 
No. <laughs> She's got a star role. That's that's a, a good way for me not to watch your move. I didn't mm. want to watch Dungeons and Dragons to begin with, but seeing that she's like a lead in that, oh, fuck that. I don't even want to watch it for free. Joe, number two, mm-hmm. I have Rob Zombie's wife. You know, the only reason she's not number one is because, you know, she was new. And it was something new in House of a Thousand Corpses. I remember liking that movie that I'll never ever go back and rewatch. I'll just remember liking it and keep it at that. But you know, it was new. It was a new character doing but then you keep seeing it come back and her just showing up as starring roles and everything. It's just like her. Yeah. But one person that hires her, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh she might be okay, but this repetitiveness and just being in the movie strictly because you're blowing the director or whatever, that just kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth, as I would assume it would her as well. But, uh, yeah. Sorry. I'll never watch The Monsters. No, neither will I. So, Joe, before we do number one, can you think of any honorable mentions? Paula Poundstone. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were there were a few others that I was trying to... Uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, Tori Spelling. She did some shit that was not 90210 that was really fucking horrendous. Um... I don't know. I didn't spend too much time with it. Samara Weaving? Was that that girl that I didn't like? It's America's Rose, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you said Michelle Rodriguez, and then I remembered that Mila Jolovich was on my list, and holy hell, is she in nothing good. Those Resident Evil movies are the worst fucking series out there. Jeez Louise. Well, yeah, and there was the chick from uh, that we covered the Underworld movies. The the main lady, like she's not Kate Beckinsale. I mean, she's all right in those movies. I'm not gonna go out and watch anything else she's in, but I mean, she's fine in those movies. But you just Tom... don't like the British or foreigners, is what it's coming down to. Mayhaps. <laughs> Mayhaps. <laughs> so you're number, number one. one. Yes. My number one is, uh, this chick is gorgeous. She is fucking beautiful. But that's all she's got. That's Jessica Alba. Again, having rewatched Robert Rodriguez's uh, Machete. And uh, she's awful. She's awful in this. <laughs> she's awful in Sin City. She's awful in uh, Dark Angel. Is probably the worst shit you could watch she is fucking horrendous uh but goddamn, she looks good she looks really really good but just you know give her a role where she can look good and not have to talk a whole lot she sucks man i used to call that show dark anal because i'm witty you see yeah (laughs) 
and I'm a very clever man. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of very clever men, Joe, my number one was in movies. Again, because her husband had the clever idea to put her in movies. And Joe, that would be Kevin Smith's wife that he just uh, puts in movies. I remember her in Clerks too. Like, who the hell is this lady? Why is she in here? Why didn't they get a star or something? It's not like she's a terrific actress. And it's like, oh. So who is she? His wife. His wife? Yeah, which one is she? <laughs> Have you seen Clerks too? Yeah, but I don't really remember all that well because it sucked. Yeah, well, don't tell that to Kyle. Oh, it sucked, Kyle. <laughs> you know, uh, Dante's fiance, like the real skinny lady who he's uh, going to move to Florida with. But yeah, if you want to do, you know, uh, honorable mentions, Kevin Smith's daughter. That was on the list, but I would feel, I was like feeling bad. Like it's her name was actually on the list. But I scratched it out, and it was a tie number one with Kevin Smith's wife and Rob Zombie's wife. <laughs> and I was just like, I feel bad. I can't fucking. Because I initially thought the Olsen twins, but they were kids. <laughs> so I disqualified kids, you know? Yeah, but just to see that I'm not full of shit, you can definitely see that one was scribbled out and. Rob Zombie's wife was moved to number two. So, yeah, Ryoga Hosers is very not good. And Jay and Silly Bob's reboot is very, very not good. And Yeah. That... I understand wanting to work with your family and having mm -hmm. that experience and having that time capsule and everything. Yeah, Hollywood just, all uh, about nepotism, but... Uh... Doesn't mean people will like it. I understand why you're doing it. I appreciate why you're doing it, but that doesn't mean I have to fucking like it. Mm -hmm. And I don't. <laughs> well, Joe, ah, uh, shit. I don't know. I'll get with you sometime this week. Get with. <laughs> so, hey, everybody. Uh, find out what the list is next week. Oh, shit. I got to do the list and pick out a fucking series. Okay. Uh, so, hey, go over to fuck dwnproductions.net and uh, pick something up. I'm fucking going to be swamped this month. Uh, going to be broke, but going to be swamped because I got to make a, excuse me, bunch of shit for Frightmare. So, uh, if you want me to bring something specific to Frightmare, hop your fucking ass in the time machine, get to about a week ago, and let me know. Other than that, head on over to dwnproductions.net, look at all my mask bus props and all that shit. Maybe you want something custom made. I'll say, yeah, sure. It's going to have to be in June. And then I'll say, oh, shit. I plan on making five new masks in June for the Texas Honors Convention in July. Maybe not. Maybe you should hop in the time machine and go back a few months. And I kept saying, oh, mate, I need the money if you want something custom made. Now's the fucking time. And uh, now I don't really have the time to do it, even though I uh, could use the fucking money. Right. So uh, dwnproductions.net for future reference. After that, go to Fast Custom Shirts. 
com. Check out all the shirts on the site. Uh, I also will be incredibly busy preparing for Texas Frightmare Weekend and doing the remainder of their shirts and their staff shirts and a bunch of other custom work that I've had come in. But like Tom, I could use some more money. So uh, if you need some custom work, reach out to me through email. And as long as it's not a rush job, I can probably make it work somehow. But I cannot take rush jobs right now. So that's not going to happen. But uh, However, you can't take brush jobs, and that's getting your cock sucked by a man with a mustache. Joe, I hope you and everybody else has a great week. (laughs) Hey, what does this gay thing mean? Let me... In the community, they call it brooming. Because it's like one of those industrial push brooms you see. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Have a great week. Get your broom on. And boy, God.